0: The news on CJOB with Richard Clouchet and Julie Buckingham. No, i was doing some
1: research and prepared. Really? Yeah. Well, that I, makes one of us. Yeah. I try. Wow. You know, Girl Scout, all that.
0: Wow. Well, John Bloomberg is here.
2: How are, How are you doing? John? Thanks uh, for having
0: me. Really good. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. So, uh, as we get into the new year, we're going to have, you know, a few more panels here and there. Chit chat about stuff. And in this case, you know, kind of an intro. Mind you, Danielle, you've been a fixture here for years. Also. Well,
1: I was a fixture here for a while, but then you—I don't know—you ditched me for a couple of years, and now I'm—I'm I'm very happy you brought me back. So
0: I didn't ditch you. You know, sometimes you just kind of—you know—go into the.
1: You found someone newer in the vault, younger, I don't know. Freezer. I don't know. Freezer. We put you
0: into yeah. the freezer for a while, so. and yeah. then we—you know—and then. Well, I'm
1: glad to be here anyway.
0: Well, we're glad to have you. And uh, <laughs> Blooper, you're, you're pretty familiar with kind of media. You're a bit of a social media star, aren't you?
2: Yeah, I enjoy making a video or two and you know, throwing it on the internet, seeing who likes it, seeing who doesn't, not not really caring too much what people think. No, just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> no, no,
0: no. Are you one of these people that if someone in, you know dislikes it, you kind of go out of your way to say,
2: come on, uh, I, I, I like isn't... to be liked. No, you know what? I think at the end of the day, good raw media is uh, you're not overly concerned about what your audience is necessarily going to think. You have a perspective, you want to share it with the world, and if people like it, great. And if not, well, you got to make new friends, I guess.
0: Well, you'll get get along with Savage. <laughs> and I have very way. few to begin with. Well, I
2: was so. going to say that's Donald Trump's motto, isn't yeah. it? I mean, just,
1: who cares what you say? <laughs> yeah.
0: So, hey, I want to know what you like about this city. What really do you like about Winnipeg? Because it is the depths of January now yep. where, yep. you know, people start to rag on this place. So let's start with the positive. What do you love about our city?
1: Well, I've been here my whole life. I've lived in, I lived in Ontario for one year when I was younger, but I'm a born and bred Winnipegger, um, and I defend it all the time. I think one of the things I like about the city, I mean, from an arts perspective, anyway, I'll start there. We have an amazing art scene for the city our size, Um, and you'll hear that from anybody else. If you go to larger cities, Toronto, Vancouver, um, Chicago, even, they are always very impressed at the depth of our arts community and i think that's one thing that we we've always been really good at
0: and that's that's based in history that the, For sure. you know yeah. years and years ago when we were the chicago of the mm-hmm. north there was the established arts community here um in in a variety of ways be it uh, be it theater be it music be it art it yeah. was established a long time we ago We were like
1: a vaudeville center Charlie sure. Chaplin played here like you know huge people went through here for sure when it was like that Chicago of the north yeah you could call it that but so that's one thing i like um as a mom I like that I can raise my kids here. I like that everything's close. I like that I can get almost anywhere within about 30 to 40 yeah. minutes, mm-hmm. really. Um, mm-hmm. my I have family in Vancouver, and you cannot do that in Vancouver. I mean, I love Vancouver. Don't get me wrong. I think it's a great city, but I would not want to live there. And we used to live in, outside of Toronto. Wouldn't want to live in Toronto but either. But one
0: of our chorus radio stations in Vancouver is all traffic all the time.
2: Yeah. I'm sure that's all you talk about. <laughs> like,
0: John, how about you? What do you love about this
2: city? You know, there's a lot of things I really love about Winnipeg. And I was at an event about a year ago and and there was somebody speaking about Winnipeg and all the positive things. And and the first thing everybody always kind of wants to talk about is the weather. But I think from kind of being part of a a younger generation, there's a lot of vibrant entrepreneurship happening in Winnipeg with our younger generations. We've got a lot of amazing entrepreneurs and young people. I, I think Danielle hit it on the head with the arts and um, fashion and uh social media we have young people that are um advising uh, our great financial analysts uh you know companies like skip the dishes that again it's very impressive and i think that uh i'm extremely excited for the future i mean i've i've planted my roots here um i love the city i love the diversity and and the people too and
1: ubisoft investing in in setting up their yeah, technology spot yeah. here it's do you think awesome. that why do you think that we're so surprised when Winnipeg is highlighted? I'm talking about as a place to come because it was in um, Lonely Planet's book. Manitoba mm-hmm. was. Yeah. Winnipeg has often been highlighted within the last year on these places to visit. And whenever it happens and we put these stories on the air, Lonely Planet's this and, and um, Airbnb says that, mm-hmm. We inevitably get comments of people going, really? They picked us? Like, why are we so surprised that we make these lists? I think it's a Canadian thing as well. I I think it's just maybe more concentrated in Winnipeg. I think we're not very good at tooting our own own horn. I think that's only in the past maybe 10, 20 years that you get that national sense of pride or that civic pride. I think we're used to being the butt of everybody's joke and people <clears throat> keep perpetuating that
0: and we take pride in that though i like well, sometimes well and i think there the is sometimes
1: the a yeah. little bit of a reverse pride in that i think that's true yeah, you know or or we like that we mm-hmm. have the coldest winters right yeah. i laugh at people in toronto i laugh at people yeah. in vancouver complain about the weather like whatever you got to live in winnipeg that's yeah. part, we're, we're hardy stock we're
2: hardy people
1: you know so i think that's part of it too
2: Oh, me well, you know, I would I would have to say that I honestly think people pick Winnipeg for a, a multitude of reasons. I mean, I think affordability plays a big role. One thing that I really have enjoyed the last few summers is just, uh, as I have friends that have cabins, is, is getting out an hour north and you're in Gimli, an hour and a half, you're at Lake of the Woods. Um, our summers are beautiful. Um, great patio weather. Um, there, there, There is a lot to do here. And and I think the biggest thing it comes down to is community as well. You know, at the end of the day, you don't go to too many other cities where somebody will go out of their way to kind of help you out. will rally around people. Again, I talk about diversity and just it, it really is the land of opportunity. You can get ahead in Winnipeg. Uh, I got friends in Vancouver and Toronto. I'm a big Seinfeld fan, so I refer to my imaginary friend, Bob Sacamano, who lives in Vancouver. He doesn't really. But I uh, I talk about, I have friends there who just cannot get ahead. They're, they're, all their money goes to rent. They can't go out. They they're can't not on the property ladder. They're that's miserable, sure. yeah. I tell you.
1: Or they come back, right? They'll yeah, go or out they there in yeah, their 20s and then they come back, back when they want to get married and have kids or yeah. buy a house.
0: John and Danielle are with us here on 680 CGOB. All right, where we need work mm-hmm. in this city Uh, our shortcomings. If you were to be able to wave the magic wand and have some influence on what Mm -hmm. needs to be done in this city in the next year, what would that be? What would be at the top of your list?
1: Well, so I did my research. Anyway, so this is sort of my opinion and also I I went on the Winnipeg Chamber of Commerce and their number one thing they said was transportation in this city. Um, And I would tend to agree, not that I ride the bus anymore, but my kids are now of bus riding age and as a teacher, I've got lots of students that ride the bus and I'm continually amazed at um, just the way our transit system works in the city, and or it doesn't work, it doesn't or it doesn't work, work well, yeah. um, and I and I can't wrap my head around why. Stuck
0: in the 50s and the 60s. So, yeah. Well, we
1: build, these, we build these suburban areas. Yeah. We experience this. Mm-hmm. They built the subdivision, and we're told your 12-year-old, your 13-year-old, has to take the bus to another subdivision to go to school. Yes. But they don't have the bus yeah. that's running right, yet. Right. Yeah. So try to get there on your own. Right. Yeah. So I think that's that was their number one thing. Housing um, is another thing. And again, I also see this as a teacher. Um, I know with my mom, she's a senior, and trying to find her affordable housing yeah. is crazy. I, we used to have a rental property, uh, my husband and I, and um, when we would put it up for, like, say there was a vacancy, the hundreds of applications. Like, it was crazy. Yeah. There just doesn't seem to be good affordable housing.
2: No, and I agree totally. And, I mean, vacancy rates remain low. The biggest thing that we're kind of, I would say, fighting against right now and, and the biggest change I'd like to see, and it is from a housing perspective, is we need more accountability in this city. And I think it stems from from the top Um the way our kind of housing and infill system is set up is we're in the process right now of actually defining some new guidelines to have some, you know, black and white rules and regulations that people can follow. Um, I read a very interesting article actually a few days ago. I want to share it very quickly. Um, in 2015, there was a major bridge in Beijing and China and it it had shut down. And they said typically, you know, you'd be six months, a year, two years to fix this. The Chinese had it up and running in 43 hours, and I laugh every time I look at a capital (laughs) infrastructure project in our city and every time I look at a major significant event, and it just – it takes so much time, and there's no accountability. You call for updates. You call. You call – counselors aren't getting back to you. They just say, yeah, it's in the works, it's in the works. Well, a lot of things are in the works. There's no urgency. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. private enterprise, if you say it's in the works, you're looking for work, you're out of business. Now, well, having you know? said that, the
1: Chinese people that don't fix the bridge, they might disappear. So, you know, we have yeah. to put that perspective as well. So we don't yeah. know
2: about that.
0: True enough. But yeah. But True no,
1: I, I think it's a great city, uh, but yeah, there's uh, there are some struggles in it for sure. And then the, the other thing I think, you talk about accountability, and uh, for me it's equity, not equality, but equity. And I go back to, um, you know, our indigenous populations, um, how how they've historically been treated in this city, how, how um, you know, helping them. But it's a work in
0: progress. Yeah. It's we're, a total we're work in need, progress. We're moving the, the needle on that.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I totally no, The needle has moved. Huge, yeah. huge needle. But it's got a long way to go as well. And, and heard I heard see this on a daily too, Oakley, basis. There's a
2: a new company Boreal Wildcraft they're working with mm-hmm. indigenous people to again y- you know get them get them in the workforce get them get them contributing back and and i think that the biggest thing is as well is that that dates back far beyond my time, your time, anyone's time, and that's a sensitive topic. One that, depending on your political background, is going to have a different argument. I'm, but I'm agree. I'm all for equality. I think that the best people for the jobs should be able to apply for them, and uh, it's uh, well, it's be, an interesting topic. Yeah, I, mean.
1: I, I kind of agree with you, but kind of don't. Okay. It's just like because I go back to the equity and the the access to apply for jobs, and because I'm in the education field. Yep. There is a huge discrepancy. Our indigenous kids do not have the same graduation rates. They, they have high, high dropout rates. Um, if you lose them around grade 9, they're not going to go 10, 11, 12.
2: As someone who doesn't know a lot about so, that, though, what's the strategy to fix it? Because everybody well, <laughs> talks and complains about it. But again, yeah. li- like if we want to get proactive, what can we do to change that? Rather, well, there
1: uh, has to be a targeted approach and not just a, a stopgap. And, and a lot of times it's just a band aid approach. And, well, yeah. um,
0: interestingly enough, so, in Winnipeg School Division, they're growing teachers. That's they're right. Targeting so, uh, young Indigenous yes, kids. It's that. uh, a great putting story. Yeah, right is a great through, story. I like it. Right yep. through uh, Teachers yep. College to, to grow teachers. Yep. Danielle, where can we find you on social media?
1: Well, I'm not, you know, my feelings about social media. I'm not a huge fan.
0: Okay, and you however, can promo something. However, you can promo something. However,
1: um, I uh, also act in my spare time. And if you could look for Tara Players on Eventbrite, we have a show opening on February 1st that yeah. I'm in. We run February 1st to 9th. Also part of Ibsen Fest if you go to RMTC's website. Do you as play, well.
0: the that, do that, play the mother <laughs> that did I do play the mother. did it? Did she do it?
1: Oh, uh, did what?
0: Because uh, <laughs> it's usually always the mother that does
1: it. It is always the mother. In this case, I'm the mother that holds everything together. Okay. But yeah, I do play John, the mother. John,
2: where
0: can we find you?
2: Uh, well, you can find me on Facebook, John Bloomberg, uh, if you can remember that. And uh, on Instagram, Ordinary John, O-R-D-N-R-Y, John. And uh, that's where you can find me. All right. Yeah. So
0: good. They named a golf course after him. Yeah. <laughs>
2: 649. <laughs> we could drive.
0: On 680. CJOB. Thanks, guys. The News on CJOB with Richard Cloutier and Julie Buckingham.